Welcome. Jesus was working miracles. Crowds were gathering, vast crowds. Jesus was healing those who were ill from all kinds of diseases and illnesses. And he was also setting free those people who were troubled and disturbed by demons. Who would oppose that? Well, in fact, about this time, two groups of people started to oppose Jesus who hadn't opposed him before. And they opposed Jesus for completely different reasons. One group opposed him because of kindness, and the other group of people opposed him because of rivalry. They wanted to stop Jesus. So how can someone oppose Jesus because of kindness? But that is exactly what Jesus' family began to do about this time. Jesus returned home, probably to the place where he was staying in Capernaum. Crowd gathered round him and Mary and Jesus' brothers began to get very worried about Jesus. They thought that with all these crowds and with all these miracles, that what was actually happening was that Jesus was disturbed in his mind. And so they thought the solution was to try to rescue Jesus from the crowds. They were acting in kindness, but it was misplaced kindness. It was a wrong idea. Jesus needed to be doing God's work. But there was a second group who started to oppose Jesus at this time, and they were certainly not acting from kindness. We've seen earlier on in the Gospel how local leaders, local religious people, were starting to oppose Jesus. And they brought in scribes, religious leaders from Jerusalem. A scribe is someone who writes things down. These scribes were known for writing down copies of the Bible, God's law. If anyone knew God's law, it should be them. They became experts in how to understand the Bible and how to understand God's law. And people respected them greatly. And when these scribes came and heard Jesus, they said, He, Jesus, is possessed by Beelzebul. That's the name given to the devil, in effect, to Satan. They said that the reason Jesus had power over demons was that he came from the demons. He himself had his power from demons. Jesus responded to them and he responded firmly. He said to them, if you've got a country which is fighting against itself, that country will be defeated. That country will be totally ruined. If you've got civil war, we say today, where one group of people is fighting against another group of people in the same country, they are only destroying their own country. If Satan, that's the devil, is fighting against himself, if he is removing the evil spirits, the demons that he controls, then 
then Satan is only acting for his own defeat. Jesus said, no, what's happening here is a thing of great opposition. God's kingdom is fighting against the kingdom of Satan. Suppose a strong man is a thief and a robber and the police want to rescue and take away the things that he has robbed. Well, you can't do that unless you act with great force against that strong robber. Then you can enter his house. Then you can take away the things that that strong man has stolen. In the same way, the devil had taken away people's lives. That was the reason for all this demonic activity. That was the reason why people were so deeply disturbed. And yet Jesus was setting them free. Jesus was bringing the power of God into that situation. So Jesus warned the scribes strongly. He said to them, be careful, be careful that you're not speaking words against God's Holy Spirit. Is it not clear to you that I'm doing God's work? But if you speak against the Holy Spirit, if you speak against God's Spirit, which is acting so powerfully in this situation, then God might hand you over to your own evil and lying words. God might hand you over to a situation where your hearts become hardened, where you're deliberately speaking against the truth and choosing to speak against the truth. And for that, if you never turn back to God, you can never have forgiveness. God can never forgive you. So how important is it? how important it is while you can to turn back to God, how important it is to stop your wrong words, your evil deeds, your lies, everything that you're doing wrong and to seek God's forgiveness. But what about Jesus' family? They thought that Jesus was mentally ill, that he was disturbed in his mind and they came. They came to where Jesus was speaking to a, a large crowd of people and they asked to see him. They wanted to take him away from the crowd. And people told him, your mother and your brothers are outside seeking you. Jesus answered, who are my mother and my brothers? And all around him, the people were sat doing what the family of God should be doing, learning from Jesus, learning what he was teaching them from the Bible. Who are my true family? Jesus' reply to that was this, whoever does what God wants, he is my brother and sister and mother. Whoever does what God wants is a member of the family of God. Whoever cares to learn the lessons that Jesus wants to teach them, Whoever cares to follow God, he is the one who is truly serving God. I'm going to read you the passage I've just been speaking about. It's Mark chapter 3 and verses 20 to 35. And I'm reading from the ESV, the English Standard Version, which is a translation of the Bible in modern English. Then he went home, and the crowd gathered again, 
so that they could not even eat. And when his family heard it, they went out to seize him, for they were saying, He is out of his mind. And the scribes who came down from Jerusalem were saying, He is possessed by Beelzebul, and by the prince of demons he casts out the demons. And he called them to him, and said to them in parables, How can Satan cast out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided against itself, that house will not be able to stand. And if Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand but is coming to an end. But no one can enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man. Then indeed he may plunder his house. Truly, I say to you, all sins will be forgiven the children of man and whatever blasphemies they utter. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit never has forgiveness but is guilty of an eternal sin. For they were saying, He has an unclean spirit. And his mother and brothers came, and standing outside they sent to him and called him. And a crowd was sitting around him, and they said to him, Your mother and your brothers are outside seeking you. And he answered them, who are my mother and my brothers? And looking about at those who sat around him, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers, for whoever does the will of God, he is my brother and sister and mother. <laughs> 